This is Going Deep with Nebraska softball players Maya Felder and Courtney Wallace on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome into Ticket Weeknights. This is Going Deep. We are here with Courtney Wallace and Maya Felder, a couple of Nebraska softball players. Um, it's been a while since I've last seen you guys. I mean, yes. Yeah, how you guys been keeping up? How's everything going? I know school's kind of ramping up for everyone right now. A little bit, yeah, it is. I got a book report due pretty soon. I've not read the book yet. <laughs> my final paper for graduation. That's cool. When's the due date for that book report? The 6th, I think. 6th? Oh, okay, so you, you got some time. You yeah, got I got time. time. But I should probably start it. <laughs> yeah, how big is the book? Soon, uh, 177 pages. I can read oh, it Oh, yeah, night. you're good. You're good. It's just... I thought you were going to throw out. something like 500. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it just stresses me out thinking that I have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, Maya, how about you? How's school going? Good. I'm about to finish my capstone exam so I can graduate in December, and that's about it. Oh, that's nice. So you're, you're getting done with the capstone right now? Yeah. Those are so nice. When you're yep. finally in the capstone class, you're like, oh, my God, finally, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up there. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, how's softball been going for you guys? Obviously, you're still kind of in that mode, just working up to everything. Um, how are you guys feeling about it? What have you been necessarily working on as of time right now as you're still kind of walking into the season? We're getting strong. <laughs> we are getting strong. <laughs> Strength and conditioning is not playing, but I feel like we, like, broke all of the fundamental stuffs down. Okay. So we're, like, rebuilding back up, like, hitting-wise, pitching-wise, defensively. Okay, you're talking about being you're, – you're, it sounds like conditioning and yeah, strength training is no, like no joke. No, a little bit. I barely walk. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. What, what, what is you guys doing in there that is just absolutely pushing you to another level that's breaking you down but at the same time making you better? We have some of the smallest girls on our team squatting three plates right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, mean, I can't even do that. Plates. Yeah. I think it's the squat and then, like, the sets of stuff, and then we're pushing prowlers at the end now. Every workout, which is, I mean, it's going to help in the long run, but oh, it's yeah. killing us right now, yeah. Eating right. lots of carbs. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Pasta every night. <laughs> That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. Um. So, I, as a softball player, what are those kind of muscle groups that, I feel like every sport's different, like mm-hmm. divers, it's like core, 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 because they got to do twist. Gymnast, it's pretty much everything, because they're flipping around bars, they're doing all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. Football players, it's just eat, 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 get mass. And then what about you guys? What are the kind of muscle groups that you guys really need to fire up to be explosive out there? Like our legs. legs like glutes, quads, yeah. hammies. Shoulder maintenance. Yeah, we do like shoulder. We oh, already yeah. do it. We over, like, yeah. use our shoulders a lot from throwing and hitting. Mm-hmm. So I think just trying to, like, keep them maintained, not necessarily trying to, like, overdo it with, like, like we don't bench. Yeah, right. But bands, stuff like that. But I would say legs for sure. So how do you kind of rehab some of that shoulder? Because there's a lot of baseball players out there, even baseball guys that can help them. So one of those, some of those things that when you guys are rehabbing, trying to get those shoulders right, feeling some discomfort, what are some of the things you try to do or coaches have you do? We do a lot of bands. We do bands every every lift. Yeah. That's um, what, even when you go to rehab, it's a lot of like no weight stuff, mm. uh, bands, um, yeah, I would say bands and no weight stuff. Sometimes, if it is weight, it's, like, super light. It's not, like, yeah. trying to overdo it, too. Okay. 
So if there's a if there's like people out there going through shoulder pains, you probably suggest just stick with elastic bands, kind of yep. start mm. start low and just build yourself back up into that. Yep. Yeah, hundred no percent. We don't use weights on our shoulders at all. Oh if really? Just do, no weights at all. If we do like overhead stuff, it's like up to your own preference on weight. Like okay. I get nervous about my shoulders just because I pitch. Mm-hmm. I'll probably use like a twenty. I'm not gonna go anything heavier than that. But it really just depends. But squats, no joke. You got everyone yeah, squatting no in there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it's nuts. intense right now. Yeah. How, how much you got squatting, if you don't mind me asking? Um, what was mine? Three plates, a 25, and a 10. See, yeah, and I didn't go today, but... And my, oh, you just want to get a little closer to the mic for me, too. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> just so the listeners, because you just said a crazy number. What are you squatting right there? Uh, Three plates, a 25, and a 10. So and I'm at two. I was at two and a 25 and a 10. Plus 50, 365, 385. What was that the 115? Three for three. 385 for three. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do Prowlix after. Better oh. beat that home run record. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. uh courtney what about you what are you pushing i was on? at Squat. two plates a 25 and a 10 so you were at what threes what would you what did you say 385 so 285 you're at three plates two two, two plates, plates 25 and a 10 sorry not two good with numbers is 225 plus 50 275 and 295. 295. Nailed go. it. That's yep. quick math right yeah, there. Yeah, that was. I'm Maya. a communications major. Yeah, you can yeah. tell she's getting close to graduating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you guys got any questions, hit up the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Like I said, we got Courtney Wallace, Maya Felder in here, uh, softball players for Nebraska. Obviously, won the Big Ten last year. Um, they're hoping to kind of continue that. It feels like the foundation's there. Uh, how's the roster kind of clicking right now as you're seeing everyone – kind of get into shape everyone's putting up crazy numbers it seems like in the squat rack how do you feel about this team coming together right now i'm excited i mean i feel like we're still young well uh-huh. we're, we're younger now than we were last year Yeah, it's a younger team for um, sure we got what six freshmen a transfer uh, well, seven freshmen and a transfer so i think just like trying to get them those experience those moments mm-hmm. in practice where they can like understand hey this is going to relate to the game yeah um but we also returned 11 12 yeah 11 or 12 so that'll help us too in the long run i'm excited i mean we're not really together that much we're an individual so there's right. like three to a group every hour or so but i think once we get back to team practice i think it'll i think we'll be pretty i think we'll look good yeah i'm excited team practice always fires me up to come back after break not seeing everyone for so long so yeah so when does that team practice come back into play for you guys Ooh, january, january probably the first or the second. Uh, the second oh so it's after winter break and yeah. everything's over then you guys really start getting to the team stuff yeah, yeah usually it's like we're here baseball's here nobody i don't really think anybody else is here basketball basketball gym so. gymnasts so are here oh yeah they're usually yeah. like traveling uh-huh. by that time so yeah or maybe it's uh swimmers no i don't think Swimmer. it's swimmers. i know gymnasts they get like a three-week or two-week break Maybe it's just one. It's super short. I know they got to come yeah. back because yeah. um, that kind of covers their gap the season. So mm-hmm. they don't really get too much time to waste, which should be brutal. But you guys, do you guys get the full winter break? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do. Oh, that's nice. We get a long time. Yeah, it's like a, a month. month. It's a, I think it's like a month and a week. Yeah. yeah. Which it's is pretty crazy. Long, which is almost like too long to be at home <laughs> when you don't live at home anymore. But yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, I'm ready to go back. But yeah. How have you guys handled that in the past, that long breaks? For a lot of student athletes, we get that break. Uh, it's pretty easy. You know, mom comes with the cookies and all the goodies from Christmas and all that stuff. It's easy to fill up. You're coming off Thanksgiving. Weight can be put on quickly. Yeah. Have you guys had any problems in the past? Like trying to stay focused on your sport, but maybe getting a little lost in the holidays? 
Um, I haven't. I really like to be at home, though, so it's hard to come back sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm someone who, freshman and sophomore year, I did that, but after my sophomore year, I don't go home for break. I go home for three days before Christmas, Christmas, and maybe two days after, and I come back to Lincoln. Oh, really? Why is that? I'm also from Omaha. Just because I know I'm someone who I can't train the same, oh, sorry, I can't train the same way that I can at home. Okay. So I'm just not even going to put myself in that situation to need to be ready to come back for break. Oh, so you're just just locked in. I'm just going to stay in Lincoln, Yeah. (laughs) Facilities open. It's right there. Weight rooms right there. I'm staying here. Yeah, I I'll, and they understand. I'll see you in Texas first <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Love to hear that. But yeah, I do kind of like the dead campus. I'm not gonna lie. It's, you do. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't love it. If it was like that all the time, it would suck. So, yeah. But having everything wide open. Yeah. I don't mind it. Parking. Yeah, parking. <laughs> parking really. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I also wanted to ask, obviously, it's a long ways away. We're kind of talking about lifting and stuff like that. Since that's kind of the bulk, it's just conditioning, individual drills. Um, outside of conditioning and weightlifting, what are those individual drills you guys are working on? Obviously, you being a pitcher is going to mm-hmm. look a little different than Maya. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm just trying to spend as much time as I can with Sip, uh, who's a pitching coach right mm-hmm. now. Um, and mine is kind of... I would say fundamentally based too. It's like hammering the things that we already know, and then okay, what can we add to look different? Like because the goal is to look different every year. I don't want to look right. like the same pitcher, or so people are going to be you know they watch film. Everyone watches film, but just um, what can I add to make this pitch move a little here, or make this move a little this way? Doing things like that is where I'm at since I'm in my fifth year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bye. um, for me, offensively, it's just like getting my legs, trying to increase my power numbers uh, next year. Um, stuff, just like little things that can contribute to that, like pitch selection, just stuff like that is what we've been working on. And then I'd say defensively, we do like, we have days where we do comp- more competitive stuff because we have like goals. Well, we, like certain pitchers have ERA goals. We have um, defensive goals, like fielding percentage and stuff like that. So, we really focus on the little things, and I think just as much as fundamentals, it's also like um, mental focus, too, in our practices. Mm-hmm. So we're focusing on that kind of stuff in our individuals as well. Okay, and one of the uh, coaches kind of preaching, obviously not all together, but individually, um, maybe even collectively, have they kind of gave you guys like a motto, team motto yet this year, or something that you guys need to work on? Mm-hmm. Might be too early yet. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I have yet. We I mean, like I know everything. I know they've talked about like everything that we're doing obviously has a purpose and like it's for the team collective. Like mm-hmm. she was kind of talking about our numbers. So we sat down and made those goal numbers, but it probably won't start till we get back. Okay. When we're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what, this is okay. We're all together now. This is what we're doing. So, but not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, I'd say over the, over the winters when we start discussing like stuff, stuff like that. Day, yeah. And we do like. What what did we do last year? Vision oh, boards. the vision boards, yeah. yeah. And that's What's the vision board look like? So every there was a group of four of us, I think, four in each group. January, February, March, April, mm-hmm. May. There were five yes, groups. but there's five five groups of four. We had three, like four. It just depends. Yeah, and we all kind of had a month, and each month obviously within the season is different. So February we're just starting um, play, and by the time we get to March, that's Big Ten. So each right. month was different, and each group was like two display what that month was about and how we needed to approach each month okay that's so not cool. looking at the season as oh my god we have 56 games plus but what can we do in these 10 games in april mm-hmm. what can we do in these 10 games in march and may and june okay now we're at big tens now what do we need to do so each month it, i think it changed and i think it was actually very helpful 
to mm-hmm. not think like, oh my god, we just lost two games. Now we're already thinking about postseason when we yeah. didn't even finish the two next. Yeah, like yeah. It, I think it really cut things down. Especially for people who hadn't been through a full season, season. because that was the first full season since COVID, right? Yeah, and that, that was wasn't necessarily season, a first full, full season since my freshman, freshman year. year. Yeah, oh, man. and so like yeah. obviously February is not going to look the same as yeah. May. Like your body's going to be feeling Beat, different. Yeah. Like <laughs> you might be mentally like you need to check back in. Like stuff slumps like that. happen, injuries mm-hmm. happen. So yeah, yeah, I like that short term window. I kind of like that. Yeah, right? like it's, it was like short term and. But, like, okay, we know what the, the bigger picture is, June, mm-hmm. right? But still having to, like, sit. in each month, when the month changed, we sat down as a team in our team room and talked about the vision boards. Oh, that's awesome. And if we were out of town, they traveled with us. Like, yeah. it was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, especially for a sport like softball or baseball. Um, obviously, it's a lot of skill. It's what you do in the off season, But mm-hmm. a lot of it, I mean, it's momentum. You see it, every, you see it in the MLB. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dodgers, 112 wins or 111 wins, I mm-hmm. believe. And they're out right away. Yeah. They just unraveled at the worst possible time it's really about trying to if you are unraveling yeah look at that short month goal don't look at a postseason play it's like hey you're you're struggling now yeah. let's, let's fix it in this month before we look ahead of time because um, last year you kind of saw that with the baseball team unfortunately mm-hmm. kind of started to unravel and they just never could quite find that moment Rain it back in yeah mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe they're looking too far ahead um just losing a lot of guys too but when you're going through those slumps mm-hmm. obviously the vision goals that probably helps your team come together. But what do you guys tell yourselves individually? Say you have a bad game, a couple of bad games. What are you doing to pick yourself back up mentally um, and maybe even physically as well? I think at this point in our careers, I can, you think so? Like we're yeah. kind of, we're in a fifth year now. So like, I don't want to say ours, but like, I think the, it's more mental than physical because mm-hmm. I can go in and do a few reps and like feel okay again but if my mind's not there then those reps probably aren't gonna look right yeah. even though my body knows what it should be doing so I think focusing more on that than anything physical sometimes physical can help mental but I mean I've noticed that especially this fall like staying confident and just like reassuring like confidence in myself has helped me mm-hmm. stay physically ready each pitch yeah I would agree with that I think it's more mental than it is physical at this I mean, an arc right Yeah, now being, this being age, fifth years. When I was 19, <laughs> everything was wrong. The world was <laughs> My swing feels bad. I suck. This is horrible. Yeah, and everything the cages was bad. For hours. Yeah, just literally after the game. It out. After the game, I'm going <laughs> to hit. Like, but it's definitely muscle memory at this point, And it's hard when. I think it's easier now that I'm older to be like, okay, even if I'm not doing my job, there's nine other people in the lineup mm-hmm. that I that keep, that have my back, and it's okay. I, okay, I went over whatever. We won though, so I think it's just like a shift in mindset too that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, uh, you guys have been in college fifth year, right? Correct for both of you. Yes. So being fifth year, I mean, <laughs> hey, COVID. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah. That's that's how it goes this time. Yeah. It's like with the COVID year. I mean, there's there's a guy I knew from my uh, hometown and he plays for, I believe South Dakota. And I mean, he's going to be like 28 mm-hmm. by the time he graduates, just oh because, uh, he, d- he went to like air force. Turns out he had diabetes. So he got kicked out of air force, which is super unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but he just kept getting time piled on due to COVID year injuries, eligibility. Yeah. So he's going to be super old playing, but he's yeah. going to, he's going to milk it. Cause he, he loves it. And yeah. obviously, you, you know, NFL is a big jump playing in South Dakota. So he's going to take that time he can, but I wanted to ask, 
being in the program for a while now, you guys are fifth year. What are kind of the expectations you put on yourself for some of those younger members? Are you vocal with them or are you just leading by example? I think that's both of us. I yeah. think I'm vocal and Miles will lead by example. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the vocal one, but I think my thing is just like if I see them doing something wrong, like I'm going to help you, but my idea of it is I'm going to try to protect you from anything that I did that was dumb when I did it right. so you don't have mm-hmm. to go through what I went through. So if I can stop that from happening, I'm not always going to be able to stop everything. Obviously, we all make mistakes. But, Mm -hmm. like, if I can try to prevent you from feeling any of the hurt, pain, confusion that I felt when I was 18, I'm going to help you out. Like, I'm going to do that. So that's that's my, like, leadership philosophy, I guess, in a way. And then, Maya, you're kind of an example. Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) Just hit dingers and watch. (laughs) Watch this young (laughs) book. No, I'd say that, like... Yeah, I'm a person, like, I'll go up to you, and then, like, you know, like, if I see something's wrong, then I'll go up to you like that. I do lead by example, but I just, like, feel more like a like a relationship builder. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, but at the same time, like, if, if I do notice something, like, I'll go up to you and say it, like, what Courtney said, I mean obviously we've been through some of the things especially softball wise coming in as a freshman on a team that does have high expectations isn't always easy so just reassuring like you know it's not going to be easy Mm -hmm. every day and I think it's really important to know that as a freshman so being older and being able to communicate that I think is something that we try to do I also think the off the field stuff is probably the just as important you wouldn't think that it is but that off the field connection is what helps the on-field connection because if I don't have a relationship with you off the field how am I going to be able to tell you yeah mm-hmm. hey you're doing this wrong or you probably shouldn't do that when you don't even know me you know yeah. so probably not going to want to trust you yeah. so like so that has yeah. a lot to do with it too yeah I believe that um I say it all the time I'm sure you guys have already heard me say it but you really do need that family aspect mm-hmm. you look at all the teams that win championships the guys around the locker room every time it's just it looks like a family in there yeah. like yeah. everyone's got each other back and to your point uh Courtney it's you know, if you don't know about the guy or you don't care about the guy, you might talk to him, but it might not be constructive mm-hmm. or you might just blow him off. It's like, ah, I don't I don't care about her. Like, yeah. if she's messing up, I barely know her. Yeah. Um, stuff like that is incredibly important. I want to ask one more follow up question because we do got to get to our break here. Yeah. Um, Courtney, you're kind of talking about you want to help kids that maybe are 18, 19 prevent some of the mistakes that you made. Mm-hmm. What are some of those mistakes that maybe some of these younger listeners can or even parents teaching their kids can kind of help their kids follow throughout just like coming into college yeah coming into college making that transition yeah I think my biggest thing was time management I didn't know how to manage time at all um or I put other priorities before what I was really here for Mm -hmm. um and just wishing that I had that someone who was 20 to be like look hey grab me by the arm and be like this is how we do things we don't do that Mm -hmm. that way um and just having someone I felt comfortable enough to have conversations with, like, hey, I'm homesick. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Even though I'm 45 minutes away from home, but I am I miss my family. And now I don't want to go to practice. I don't want to do this. Like, this is what's going on. And I think just having someone there to talk to would have been, like, is something that I try to replicate or just even, um, hey, if you ever need me, give me a call. Like, just even having that door open, I think – has changed a lot of things for people. I know that our senior class has done that. We worked on that a lot last year, just that relationship building part of it. 
and it's really important. And I know there's some teammates who have come up and thanked my parents or thanked me for helping their daughter or our class helping their kid feel comfortable. So just having having those moments um, is is worth it, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, real quick, Maya, what was kind of your transition? Maybe you didn't have homesick or stuff like that, but were there any bumps in the road um, in that transition to college where you had to really figure out later down the road? Um, I'd say coming into my freshman year, I didn't really have any, like, things that I was really concerned about because I was more of, like, go with the flow. Like, I had people to help me, and mm-hmm. I know how that impacted me, and maybe that's why I didn't struggle and so that's what I'd like to be like people like oh come hit with me and I was like okay like Mm -hmm. I like that because I felt like you cared about me as an upperclassman and so I think that's really important for um younger younger our freshmen Mm -hmm. to feel so I do recognize the importance of that yeah absolutely Uh, with that being said though we do got to get to our first break but the text line will remain open like I said guys hit up the Sarge Hammond text line 402-464-5685 we got Courtney Wallace Maya Felder in here a couple of softball players for Nebraska they're giving some pretty good tips um, not just rehab but mental stuff as well Uh, because like we said softball and baseball kind of like golf incredibly mental sport you got to be physically strong but you also got to be mentally strong as well so keep those questions coming in we will go to break this is going deep we'll be back right after this